Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast brought to you by the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. As grain drying season is just getting underway, concerns over the availability of fuels like propane move to the forefront. In this Field Talk podcast, Mike Newland of the Propane Education and Research Council joined Linda Brecky to discuss propane availability as harvest season ramps up. As far as the supply of propane at this point, as farmers you know, just get started in the fields and just get ready to harvest, how's that propane supply looking at this point? The propane supply is, is fantastic as we roll into harvest. You know, we're we're getting started. Uh, some areas are, you know, pretty pretty deep into getting uh, the first half of the crop off, and uh, propane supplies look fantastic. Um, you know, we produce a lot of propane these days in the U.S. Uh, we're still uh, we're up to exporting about sixty percent of that supply. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to say that we don't have to pay attention to those things anymore, but I know that as we roll into harvest, we're in a much uh, very very good spot as far as supply goes. And to be honest with you, pricing has been stable for a number of years on propane, and um, I think that's a that's a good opportunity for farmers uh, to dry the crop crop economically as well. Is propane distributed mainly by pipeline, or is it a variety of uh, transportation sources? Yeah, it's it's me. It, it moves throughout the country on pipelines a lot of times, but it does get picked up at the source from time to time. Uh, the unique thing about propane, it's the one energy source that does need to, uh, uh, you know, it does it does combine pipe and and uh, truck, and that last that last distribution is always via truck. So. I think that gives the propane industry a pretty unique um, position to be in. And the fact that the folks that uh, buy propane actually have a very personal relationship with the person that's providing them propane and that energy. So I think that's unique. You know, uh, we're talking natural gas, we're talking electricity. It just comes across the grid. And propane, um, you know, you've got a, a relationship. You've got a person to rely upon and to build a, a relationship with, almost a business partner, if you will, for that person that's uh, drying grain or heating livestock buildings, those types of things. So I think that's what one of the things that makes us very unique. And so is from in Minnesota, where do where does most of our propane come from? Yeah, we, it would come out of the Midwest. Uh, so two, two sources, really. Uh, uh, what used to be the traditional method was oil refining, is where a lot of that uh, propane came from. But as natural gas uh, consumption has continued to increase over the decades in the U.S., uh, most of our, over half of the propane these days comes from natural gas production. So uh, if you've got uh, an oil refinery or natural gas facility uh, in, the, in, the, you know, in the vicinity, that's probably where your local propane is coming from. Is agriculture one of the top users of propane? You know, uh, we would think that we all live in the agriculture space, and uh, we're you know we we do use a lot of propane. Uh, the agricultural use of propane only counts for about ten percent of the propane that's used in the country. So most of the propane, the highest percentage, goes uh, into the residential space. Uh, so a lot of houses, a lot of homes across the country, and a lot of the Midwest, especially the Midwest, uh, rely on propane for their for their heat source. We do a lot in the commercial space, too. Um, gosh, if you think about all the forklifts running around all the warehouses that you see driving up and down the interstate, all those forklifts are powered by propane. So we've got a lot of big uses, and uh, but agriculture does account for about 
just shy of 10 percent and uh the one thing i do do want to say it's one of the most variable uses that we have within the propane industry you know if you think about uh grain drying season we can go from gosh folks using you know a lot per bushel to virtually none per bushel in dry years and kind of the same way on the livestock buildings, uh, which is another big use in agriculture. You know, the heat, the heat uh, units and uh, temperatures throughout the winter drive how many gallons of propane are going to go through those buildings. So uh, ag, ag does fluctuate probably more so than some of the other markets within the propane industry, but um, that's kind of how it breaks out. It is always difficult, isn't it, to determine how much propane is going to be needed for dryers. Um, we've had such a dry summer, but now as farmers get ready to harvest, we see more rain. Uh, so I bet it is hard to determine the needs of, of farmers early in the harvest season. It is. Uh, one of the things that uh, we did as an industry back uh, 2019 was the last really wet corn season across the entire country. So we, uh, we built an internal model that everybody in the propane industry has access to, and it tracks the moisture of corn throughout the entire growing season. So we can look at it uh, down to the USDA crop district level and see how the current year crop is comparing on moisture to, I think our database is now 23 years worth of history. So that has been a great tool for our industry, the propane industry, to utilize to make sure that we know what's coming, how the crop is doing throughout the season, and it gives us time to prepare. You know, logistically, we talked about that last step of uh, delivery coming on a truck to everybody, and that's the one thing that a super wet corn year can stress is our uh, transportation and our delivery system. So that model now tracks corn and gives us the ability to, you know, do some extra planning. If we're going to run into another 2019 season on moisture, it gives us time to plan to think about how we may um, uh, utilize additional trucks or resources. Uh, and uh, I think it just gives us time to plan and uh, be proactive instead of reactive when a situation like that occurs. No, I have to ask you about this. I know it's kind of a different topic, but just the amount of propane that is used for grilling out, that has to increase each year. It seems like there are more and more people into grilling and, and uh, enjoying those, those cookouts. You know, it is. And the one thing that a lot of people don't think about, uh, we saw a big uptick during COVID. Uh, you know, when, when folks stayed home for that year, year and a half, whatever it turned out to be in your area, uh, folks, you know, invested money in their outdoor living spaces. Um, they barbecued at home a lot more, for sure, as restaurants were closed and those types of things. So we did see a big uptick in um, outdoor living in the, you know, two th- or 2020 timeframe and 2021 timeframe. So absolutely, it's a, it's a tremendous volume. Uh, it's an interesting model because, you know, we're, we're filling small cylinders, um, and uh, but it's 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 kind of the opposite of, of uh, the grain drying space. If you think about it that way, you know, grain dryers have tremendous storage uh, capacity these days and uh, take big, big, uh, big deliveries all the time. And uh, that outdoor living space, which people enjoy, and um, it's a great market for us. But it's uh, kind of the opposite. It's all small volume. It's all. Uh, you know, labor intensive to fill those cylinders when you're taking uh, taking an individual 20 pound cylinder to your local propane supplier. So, but yeah, we did see a tremendous uptick in that space in that segment. 
Also, of course, you're involved with, with safety and things like that, too, at the uh, at the Propane Education and Research Council. I'm sure uh, that they can find out more information about that as well. Absolutely. We, did, we direct everybody to propane.com. That's our website, propane.com. And as you mentioned, we do all the safety training, all we deliver, um, create all the modules for all the industry that, uh, you know, all those folks that are delivering fuel to you, we want to make sure they do it safely and they're trained and effectively. And that's a big, a big mission of what PERC does. But all those things and all those resources uh, for any ag-, ag application, any residential application can all be found at propane.com. Thanks for joining us. Find podcasts and more at linderfarmnetwork.com and get the latest in farm news and market analysis from your local LFN affiliate.